Hi, this is Dan. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Hitch, recorded with my wife Janice from the back of our 27-foot Airstream trailer as my family travels through the West for 60 days. The Hitch is about exploring, surviving cancer, and grabbing hold of your dreams, even if sometimes they involve pooping in a metal box. Subscribe to The Hitch on Apple Podcasts or visit us on the web at thehitchpodcast.com and come join us on the road. I, I wrote that. I wrote ad copy, Maureen. That was amazing. I know. I feel that that is going to nail us some sponsorship. I did see. I'm, I'm very professional. Well, uh, I, have a, I have an ad. Let's hear it. Hi, this is Maureen. How's it going so far? You're, you're awesome. You are just flying. Thanks. Great. Listen, I have written books. Did you know it? It's true. You can read many of... Oh, my headphones are too tight, Dan. I got t- I got two pairs of headphones on. This is not part of the ad. Why I got two pairs of two headphones, pairs on. headphones on. Well, okay. It's a long story, but I have earbuds in and then I had like a kind of muffling set. So you wouldn't... Anyway, I had to take one because my head was being squeezed too much. Anyway... That's not what Truly Devious is about. Truly Devious is a mystery book. Listen, maybe you already have a copy. You know what's good on top of a copy of Truly Devious? Another copy. Stack them high. Pile them in front of your windows. Barricade yourself in because things are coming. You can eat them when the dark times come after the incident. That's right. Truly Devious. It'll be food or maybe even currency in the time after this one. Buy it now in bookstores or trade it for beans in the near future. Truly devious. Mystery money. You nailed it. Yeah. I think so. They're all buying. We'll just give them a second to buy and then we'll start the podcast. So, hey. Hey Dan, how's life on the in the Airstream Traveler? It is uh it is great. I'm actually not in the in the in the trailer right now, I'm actually on the floor of my wife's sister's bedroom uh, recording this. Are you still in England? Uh, no, I actually, I am in my closet in New York. You're back. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, yes, we tried to record on on the normal uh, time, okay. and I was in a forest. You sure were. And the computer said no. So so I'm in a closet. You're on the floor of a bedroom. We're closer together again. And uh, do you know what's going on? I do. I actually, it, it's, it's useful that we are slightly delayed because I actually learned what's been going on. So maybe we should talk about it. I don't think so, Dan. Does that seem wise to you? Probably not. <sighs> Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson, newly returned. Newly? Brand I'm newly. A newly. How's I'm, the jet lag? I'm, uh, I'm a newly minted quasi-English person. It's true. You, you did, I'm quasi. You are back from wedding to Electric Boogaloo. That's right. Dan, I've been in a forest. You have. And you've been married twice no, I, now. I've been married twice, and I have been in a 
it's a place called the New Forest, and um, it's in England, and it is like it says on the tin, it's a forest, and it is. Mo- you want to know what's most famous for? Being new, clearly. No, it's famous for murder. No, that sounds like a wonderful yeah. place for a wedding. Yeah, apparently when England was all being formed, it was all mushy and new. Uh, there was the a king named Rufus was shot through the eye with an arrow, and it was sort of a jostle for power. Ooh. A whole bunch of people apparently were killed in rapid succession. place to be shot mm-hmm. by an arrow. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of king stuff that happened in this forest, and there's like a rock that was like, here's where it happened, except it's not where it happened, but they do have a rock, and they call it the Rufus Stone, and it's right near Oscar's uh, parents' house, and they talk about the rock a lot, and even though the rock isn't where the guy was shot through an eye uh, with an arrow. They're not talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No. If they were, I would be there the whole time just because I everybody loves the rock. It's true. He's cuddly and wonderful. Why is it called the New Forest? Uh, actually, uh, I don't know why it's called New, but what would happen was the king would say... I want some hunting grounds and he would just claim a bunch of ground. Okay. So, and Sounds nobody, like yeah, nobody could hunt there. And if they did, they would be executed. And it, when I say like, it wasn't like a couple acres, it was like most of the South of England or something. And you, he would just kind of ride around and, and shoot at deer. And if you, and if any of the peasants that lived there wanted something to eat uh, and shot something to eat, they would, they would be killed. But it seems like there have to be, newer forests at this point in england like you know they bulldozed a tesco's warehouse and planted some trees or something like shouldn't they rename it look it's called the new forest dan i mean i'm not trust me there's enough village politics there that i'm i mean that's the kind of thing that gets you killed in a murder mystery if you propose a new name for something i I mean you showing up at the village square and being like um maureen johnson new english person um let's Come on, let's get, it's not new. Let's give it, what about the murder forest? I would be found dead within the hour. And thusly, they should have called it the murder forest. I think it's a better name too, Dan. There was a surprising number of murders there that all had to really, you know, it was like any, everybody wanted to be king and they all chased themselves into this forest and everybody was like, oops, he accidentally died from an arrow to the eye. Anyway, Dan, that's where I was. I've been bitten all over by bugs. Uh. Uh, we, we could I make this ran, I, an all bug bite podcast. Do you think that would work? Because I have dozens of bug bites at this point. It is a, a I got them on my I got them on my face. I don't have any on my face though. I did last night. I discovered that I had one like where my ear meets my head, like in the mm. ear fold. It's no good. It's it turns out. So I am on uh uh. uh Day 20 of 60 living on the road. And one thing we had not thought about is the fact that they're, you know, you're essentially living in a campsite. And uh, there are a lot of bugs, Maureen. There are a lot of bugs. Well, you know, Dan, um, I was over in England. It turns out during an extremely interesting time. Yeah, you are like our roving England reporter. Yeah, it really was surpri- it was shockingly eventful. Uh two things the the positive thing was that England 
um, made it around through in the World Cup and they had a big match, which they lost. Oh, sorry, England. Sorry. Um, but everyone was excited because they were like, maybe a tiny glimmer of hope for us. Oh, dashed. And then the other was that in the follow up to Brexit, they had a meeting at a place called Checkers, which is I guess it's sort of like Camp David. It's like a retreat. And they all went and they're like, we're going to go and we're going to talk about this. And we're not coming out of this room, this house, until we've figured it out, until we figured out what our Brexit plan is going to be. And so all of these Tory ministers, uh, cabinet members went to this house and it was 95 degrees there, Dan, yeah. with no air conditioning. Nice. They, may, they may have had it at Checkers, but it was hot as balls in England. They locked a bunch of English people into a hot box and said, figure this Brexit shit out. So they totally figured it out, right? Well, they came out of the house at, I think, the end of the day. And they and Theresa May said, I have a plan. It's going to be great. And then the vague ideas of a plan came forward and didn't seem super clear. And then by the end of the day and by the next morning as well, um, the... Uh, Boris Johnson never uh, several cabinet members resigned their MPs resigned so they basically had some everybody just was like fuck no and they ran away because they don't have a plan because Brexit is a terrible idea that that sounds very comforting in a lot of ways Maureen it's nice for me to know that there are other countries that are failing as badly as we are at being countries right now it was a it was definitely um there was an air of I guess the word is fuck wittery. I mean it was really like nobody knew what was happening. And all of this is the prelude to the Trump visit, which is happening now. It's true. Yeah, they're they they have a giant balloon, right? Yes, that was what I found out when I landed. Um I found out two things happened on my flight to the UK. While I was on that plane, Scott Pruitt resigned. Yeah. Which we'll get to. We will. And I found out that plans had been approved for a giant balloon of Trump as a baby to be floated over London. Now, is he actually going to London? Because I have heard that he is spending his weekend at his golf course in Scotland. He's avoiding London. Yeah. And they're moving the balloon now. I, I believe the balloon is en route to Scotland as we record. If if I know them, they're going to get that balloon to float over him no matter what they have to do because they really hate him in a way that is refreshing, beautiful, and life-affirming. There, there was a movement. I don't know if they succeeded, but there was also a movement in England to get Green Day's American Idiot to the top of the uh, whatever the charts are there, the Melody Maker charts or whatever the British version of the Billboard charts are. Yeah, they, I believe they succeeded in that as well. Seems seems succeedable for sure. Oh, but he you know will, he'll be mocked relentlessly anywhere he tries to go, Dan. And if he thinks he's going to get refuge in Scotland, the next door neighbor of that golf course does nothing but relentlessly troll him. So I mean, everybody will troll him everywhere he goes. Well, you know why he's going to a golf course, right? Say just say it. He's got to poop. This is a brilliant poop strategy for them. Often on these long international trips, he's just got to hold it. And he goes like two weeks, which has got to be terrible. And I think that somebody was basically like, all right, he's meeting with Putin on Tuesday. We got to make sure he's evacuated his bowels. So they, they looked, they saw, oh, wait, we've got an opportunity here in Scotland because he's a home pooper. He'll only poop at his, he'll only poop at his own properties and they've got one. 
They've got one in Scotland. So he's off. Yeah. I mean, I think it's um I think it's a pretty good it's it's good as that he he doesn't he's not gonna do well with the mocking he gets there, Dan. He's not gonna do well with it. Well, it should go well then, because he's he uh isn't at all vindictive against people or countries that have wronged him in his head. But let's get into it. So what else uh what else has been happening? We did say the aforementioned Scott Pruitt. Yeah, that Scott Pruitt, my bet for the next guy fired uh, that I lost months ago, who has just been like not even trying to hide a thousand different grifts, but uh, finally did retire from the from the Environmental Protection Protection Agency. And Maureen, you would think it was because of the fact that he was abusing his office for various monetary gain for himself or his wife. He tried to get his wife a Chick-fil-A franchise using his power of his office. Um, he would send Secret Service agents out to uh, to pick him up lotion and stuff. Like, I mean, just real impressive stuff. But apparently he was finally fired because it was leaked that he had been kind of pressuring Trump to fire Jeff Sessions and appoint him as the head of the uh, Department of Justice. It is amazing. Like the amount of press around Pruitt and his odd money obsession that there was like active negotiation happening about like putting him in charge of the entire Department of Justice, getting rid of Jeff Sessions, which Trump has wanted to do for a long time. Like, that is bananas, Maureen. It's bananas. I Here's the thing about Scott Pruitt, though, Dan, is that I believe that if I had been given that job and had no moral compass, I would be doing the dumb stuff that he's doing, too. I mean, I had a I had a job at a at an editorial job that I hated uh, because it was pointless. But an assistant I liked a lot. And so I use, I would spend all my days doing things like making fake documents for my assistant to read and burying pictures of bird cages in them just to see him like scream out loud when he would realize that he had been editing a bunch of nonsense and it was entirely a joke for me to make him see a picture of a bird cage or before he would get to his desk, I would cover it in pictures of lemurs, which I would hide so that he would move his mouse and there'd be a lemur there. Or I would order him to chair race me down the hall. Um, That's what I used to do all day. And uh, so I'm like sending secret service agents out to get lotion. I'm like, I understand that. Or trying to get a bulletproof desk or taking a $3 million trip to Disney World. I'm like, that's that's the kind of um, that's I'd like to award the dumb and corrupt metal to, you know, at least there's some <laughs> class to that. When we have our collecting cards, when all this is over, and we do need to make trading cards, I believe that's one of my new one of my new money makers, Dan. Because you know, I'm always thinking about money makers for us. You are, you are. Trading cards. I like it. I like. I mean, it. come on. Yeah. I that's have an old Pruitt. set of. I I have an old set of Iran Contra trading cards. The the Pruitt card is like wrapped in silver, and you only get a you know those are those are rare. We're gonna make the we're only gonna print a couple Pruitt cards. I like it. Oh, like a collectible card game, like Magic the Gathering. Yes. Got rare. Whoa. I like Why haven't it. we already done this, Dan? I don't know. I don't know. I like the idea of throwing down a Pruitt and just clearing the board. 
Yeah, I think the rules for a Pruitt. Oh, Dan, why haven't we made the Trump administration card game yet? I don't know. I think we are right now. You heard it here first, says Suvian. Nobody take this idea. Uh, I, I, you like games. I make. I, I live with a game maker. I love. I play games all the time. Dan, this is a great this idea. Is we can do. This will be our money maker, Dan. We can finally, finally live free. This is this is as good as Bluetooth apron, which was my other money making idea. I think it's better to be honest. I think it's better. Trump the gathering. <gasps> yeah, there it is. What's the what 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 is the version of mana that you have to play to kind of power your cards up? That's the thing we got to figure out. There's some game mechanics to work through. Cheeseburgers. Whoa, it is. <laughs> you get little cheeseburger chips. Yeah, well done steaks. Yeah. Oh, I like it, Maureen. I like it. Well, there's a little glimmer in this hell. So that's good. That part's good. Everything else kind of shitty. Hmm. Like, like what? Uh, you know, Justice Kennedy retired. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was definitely one of those moments of just like pure, all the air out of the tire when that when that happened. You know, like they already stole a seat from uh from Obama and were was able to get Gorsuch in there. And now suddenly we're staring at Brett Kavanaugh as uh as the pick. He's not he's not super awesome. Yeah. That day was it felt it was like election two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely election two. I, but but I, I also kind of feel like we have been living for a few weeks now, and we talked about this on the last episode. Like, we've been living for a few weeks through the, like, real, like, a, a, a set of news and a, and, a, and a feeling that feels a lot like November 2016. Just of, like, oh, shit. You know, like, we're really... We're not in a good place. We're not in a good place, Maureen. No. But Kavanaugh, like, one of the things that is odd to me is, you know, it's largely reported the way anything would be reported, which is, you know, he's a conservative jurist, but he's, you know, you know, you get a lot of like, it'll be fine and that kind of thing. The thing that is, there are two, there are two points that are odd to me about Kavanaugh. Like, one... I didn't read this in the in the various articles, but in fact, on his Wikipedia entry, like this dude is like Forrest Gumped his way through every major conservative shit fit wet dream of the last 25 years. Like he worked with Ken Starr. He was the main author of the Starr report about Bill Clinton's uh, affair with Monica Lewinsky. You know, he uh, then went on to look into whether Hillary Clinton had Vince Foster killed like real, like right wing, you know, like right wing nineties conspiracy theory stuff. Um, then he was one of the lawyers that worked on Bush V Gore and then went on to work in the Bush. Like this dude is like dug into the deep conspiracy nut nuttery. And like now he's kind of claimed like, Oh, I was young and, you know, I, I've moderated my views, but that definitely gave me pause. It's not great. 
No. The other thing that gave me pause in just sort of a like kind of way with him was the Washington Post yesterday was looking into his financial disclosures. And as of a few years ago, he had like $100,000 of credit card debt, which is that's a lot of credit card debt for being like a lawyer and a judge and shit, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, the White House issued a statement to explain it, which was he Uh He amassed it uh, buying tickets to the Washington Nationals baseball team games. Mm-hmm. He's just a fun guy. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's fun. I mean, I don't really think baseball is very fun, but I also, I don't think it's that expensive. I could be wrong. I could well, be uh... wrong. Maybe tickets cost $30,000 each. But it seems like maybe that like you'd have to go to a lot of baseball to get a hundred thousand somewhere between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars worth of credit card debt buying baseball tickets. It seems that seems a little odd to me. Some people really like baseball. Yeah, but that is really liking baseball. And like when he was announced, he didn't come walking out in a baseball outfit. He wasn't like swinging a bat. He didn't even have a, like, Donald Trump makes baseball hats. He didn't even have one on. I don't even think he likes baseball that much. Baseball cards? Maybe. If so, we should talk to him about cards. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. It's our new moneymaker. You're onto it. I think we got this. We do have this. Finally. Finally, we're going to turn a profit, Dan. I like it. I like Damn, it. Damn, what will we do with all the money? I like it, Maureen, because as of two weeks from now, I will be unemployed, so I'm in. How does it feel? A little scary, kind of awesome. I quit my job, people. Uh, yeah, big, after seven years of doing doing pretty amazing work, I needed something else, so, but I don't know what that something else is. <laughs> it's this, it's this. It's the card game. We're in. Done, solved. My problem solved. We've had worse ideas, but surely, Dan, other things are going well. No, no, they're not. Uh, you, hmm. you've been in a forest, I've been in a forest and you've been, you've been getting married by wood elves. And um, yes, yeah, so if you remember back to our last episode when we were sort of, um, I think the technical term is losing our shit over... Uh, Trump, the Trump administration zero tolerance policy of separating uh, parents from their children at the border. Um, They uh, have apparently stopped doing that, though. There's a lot of questions around now how they're they're housing these these families. But they were ordered by a judge to reunify the families that they have separated. And guess how that's going, Maureen? Great. No, no, not that. Oh, man, swing and a miss on that one. Uh, yeah, no, real bad. They uh, apparently they can't find most of the families or the kids. Uh, they I, I think that they've reuni- they, they have to reunify all children under five. And um, it seems as if they kind of just thought the kids would tell them who their parents were and they'd be like, oh, cool, great, we'll go get them. But turns out when you have, like, infants and shit, you can't get that information from them. And they didn't keep it or they got rid of it. And um, 
Yeah, they can't do it, Maureen. They stole a bunch of kids. Yeah. Makes me real mad. It may it makes me very mad. I I remember now that the last episode was was uh, rough. Yeah. It was rough. Think back past the past the wood elves. It was rough. Yeah. Okay, that was a bad day, Dan. Uh you know, it was a bad day. But you know, um, I know that some of these kids are coming out and they don't remember their parents and um Yeah, I mean it's it is it it is something that is just unconscionable in a way that is like it makes me shake. <laughs> like said the idea of taking children from their parents in any capacity, including in the capacities that we do it in this country and have done it in this country for a very long time, involving incarceration and things like that. Like Dan, can I tell you something I found out in England? Yes, please. I think I knew this, but so I spent a lot of time with uh, my English family in the woods. You know, we really were quite remote. I didn't get to see that much news, but I did get we would sit around and watch. I'm not a sports person at all, but I actually sat around and watched sports like healthy, good competition, like people playing tennis and football and the world coming together. It was like all and the family and like kids in a paddling pool. And it was all cool stuff like that. And I watched a lot of news about things that weren't America, in, including seeing just the turmoil that England is going through in, you know, redefining itself. And and um, there was a little factoid thrown in there because they were doing a, a documentary about the inside of the American embassy in London. And I had forgotten that our new ambassador in London is a dude named Woody. Oh, from Toy Story. No, he did not find a snake in his boot. It's just some guy named Woody who is like a business dude who I guess Trump was like, now you're going to do this. And so Woody, Woody's our ambassador. And um, they had to issue a, a warning or like an advisory to Americans in England when I was there that said, you know, while Trump's here, you have to keep a really, we suggest you keep a really low profile. Um, wow. To which the English people rightly got annoyed and they said, we don't have problems. I mean, Americans are Americans. Americans got America, you know, but the problem is with Trump and not Americans. Yeah. It's it's not like people are going to be like America, you know, more than normal. Um, but like, for, I'm trying to have bigger conversations about what, how to handle this is, is the topic that says who it's not about kind of solve what's going on. Dad. It's, it's what, how we ourselves can process this. And, um, and we're just, we're having these. T- I'm I'm rambling, but I'm trying to. It was looking from the outside for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And having that moment of of saying like, you know, what am I? What? And and the England and England and Britain, we're all having a moment of like, who are we? You know, yeah. NATO. And this is such a giant moment of who are we? In groups and individually, because we don't come out of this the same and we get to make decisions now about who we are and just deciding who we are it's 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 frightening but good and this idea that yeah let's push a stronger 
This is the moment to go big. Push for a stronger, more generous, more compassionate, more moral way of living. Yeah, we're burning down, so let's build something new and beautiful and make some really bold choices. I like it. Um, I like it. So can I advertise something good? Yes, please. On that note, here's something you can do. Uh, I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but I want to say it again. Go to a website called getherelected.com, run by Lily Herman. What this is, if you have a skill, and like people have all kinds of skills. Maybe you're a web designer. Maybe you're like me. You're like just some weirdo author that does stuff or like whatever your skill set is. You enter this database of volunteers. And then every week she sends out an email that says it's all females running for office, progressive offices all over the country in all levels of government. And they may be like, I need a logo. I need someone to help me write this. I need someone to help me do this. And you team, you, you volunteer your time and that candidate for that state seat or that local seat or that, that council or whatever, you help them get their logo or whatever it is they need. And this kind of, she has now, I think it's 3000 volunteers and she needs, but that's amazing. And that's just something she kind of thought up to do something, and she did. So if you want to do something right now, go to getherelected.com and sign up and say what your skill set is. And then you can actually just go and do something for a candidate somewhere with a platform that you want to support. That is great. Isn't that that's a positive thing, it right? It is a positive thing. And I think that, like, one thing that is hard to remember sometimes when the news is unrelenting and the and it feels like the you know like it does right now where like the tide is kind of turning against is like there are those there are things that are hopeful everywhere you know and certainly as the summer progresses and we there are more and more primary elections that have been happening like you are seeing over and over and over again the you know the same theme that we're seeing from the spring early primaries and and special elections that we saw in the in the spring which is you know there is a whole new crop of people that are being you know that are running for office and many 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 of them including most of them women are winning you know and they are winning their primaries and then they're going in into november and you know there is there is a counter narrative to the, you know, to the hard times right now, which is, you know, there are more people that are turning on and there, you know, there is a real feeling of, of possible change. This is an, another thing. So Maureen, as, as I've mentioned a few different times, I am, uh, we are traveling, we are on a, a, a long uh, road trip, uh, sort of grabbing back our, like our lives from the kind of cancer hell that we lived in for the last year. And um, we were just in South Dakota, right. And uh, up in the black Hills and our son's birthday is our, our three-year-old's birthday is July 4th. Um, so like a lot of America there. And uh, we went to Mount Rushmore on July 4th uh, to, you know, we were three miles away and, and why not? And there was definitely a moment as we were going there where I was like, fuck, this is going to be like a sea of MAGA hats. You know, this is we are making the wrong choice if we want to walk out of this feeling good about 
this country and about our son's birthday and all of those things. And you know what, Maureen? Mm. There was not a single MAGA hat there. None. Zero. Janice saw one Trump shirt, right? But otherwise, it was literally every kind of person that you can possibly imagine from this country and from many other countries there. It was super crowded. And it was actually really heartening. You know, just to see, you know, all sorts of folks in South Dakota, especially there's a ton, there's a very large native population. So there were Native Americans there and there were, you know, just like there was every kind of person. In fact, there was there was a multiple bus tour group of folks from China. And so the the um, like the snack bar, which has like digital signage, Everything on offer at the snack bar was listed in both English and Mandarin. And it was like, this is amazing. Like, it was definitely one of those moments of like, this is the America that I want to be in, you know, and especially coming off of like thinking, in fact, that it was going to be the exact opposite experience. Like it, it, it actually ended up for me being a moment of, of real hope. From now on. It's going to be an intense period. We're in mid-July, yeah. unbelievably. And um, we're, it's going to be a, like a hot summer. Literally. You know? So, it's hot everywhere. Yeah. So side note, if, any, if anyone has a pool, please get in touch with me at once. I have not. I, I'm desperate to go swimming. So please, please get in touch with me at once. Do you like authors? Side note, absolutely get in touch. This is not a joke. I, I, I desperately need Dan. I need to go swimming. All right. You should do. You should do a Maureen Johnson pool tour. Oh, Dan, you, you have do, no idea. You do a reading in the pool. Everyone gets into the pool. You do a book reading. Then you Can have a big water fight. Yeah. When I get together with my writer friends and we ever travel, we all get in the pool and we work by like running story ideas. But like we do it while we're like moving in the pool. Yeah. And it is like, but we're, and sometimes someone sits on the side and writes the notes down and it is the single greatest. I just love it so much. You should do I it. You should do this I, as a book tour. I would happily be submerged up to the waist at all times if I could. Oh, you could book in water parks. I don't, I how awesome don't do, that would be. I would do it on the late. I love a lazy river. Yeah. Do it in the lazy river or on a, in a wave pool. You could all be floating on. On uh, in inner tubes, we need to do this. Dennis Maureen Johnson the Pool greatest, Tour 2018. It's the greatest idea I've ever heard. I'm gonna be unemployed in two weeks, Maureen. I could manage this. I could book this. I could make it Dennis, happen. I may have to hire you to be my like. I'm gonna hire you to do publicity for me, and then we'll do the pool tour. We'll do our card game. We have like so it. many money-making ideas now, Dan, it's and new. we're going to be busy. And when things get busy, sometimes you don't eat right. And when you don't eat right, oh, no. God damn it. you don't feel well. It's true. So it's important to eat right. Yeah. Yeah. I can. That's a message I can endorse. What? Uh, and you're cooking much on the in the camper? Yeah, we sure are. You're grilling? Yeah. Oh, man. Maureen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got a recipe for you. I made grilled chicken quesadillas from scratch. That's not going to help me. Dan. On my grill. I don't eat chicken. In the, I, you could probably do like a tofu oh, yeah. or a seitan. We could do that. 
we could make that happen. Sure. But it was great. So you first you grill the. So I'm gonna use the chicken, but pick your protein. You grill all that. You take it out. You chop it up real little. Then you put a tortilla down on the grill. Throw some cheese in there. Throw your protein back in. Pop the, you know, pop another tortilla top on there. Maybe a little more cheese to adhere it. And you grill that shit. You grill it right on. Oh, you get those little burny grill marks. Cheese melts up. It was really good. Well, I might make them again tonight. Would you eat something called spiced beef wraps? Mm, that sounds gross, to be honest with you. I generally shy away from the term wrap in food. I think it sounds disgusting. And also it's just, it's just gentrifying a burrito. What about beef and mushroom burgers with roasted onion and marinated? Also sounds okay. gross. Yeah, that sounds gross too. How about um, uh, cheeseburgers with corn pepper salsa? Mm. Actually, mm. yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound terrible. All of these can be yours. Ah, damn it! I thought you were just sharing. I thought you were just sharing. You're shilling, aren't you? No. think you might be look what if what what i'm saying is if you want to eat food like that it can be hard to go to the store to get uh, all the it's actually very not, easy and probably it's, the store. it's not and it's easier like, and I'm, better i'm but... as i'm as going to the store difficult as most people are right now but i can we're still going to the store yeah and a lot of these things you know like ris creamy risotto with summer vegetables and cheese and summer pasta it's just stuff you can keep on the shelf yeah. but what if someone no, sent it no, to you like no. literally in the mail or over bluetooth uh, that you could print out at home what if not, no that's not a thing bluetooth apron will email you food i think the card game's a better idea to be honest with you you can't email food maureen you can email pictures of food but who wants that? That's not filling. No, you 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 do need the 3D printer with the special paper. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. For each ingredient. So if you want a radish, you gotta put the radish paper in, you gotta 3D seems, print the radish. That feels like a lot more work. But you don't have to go to the store. But you gotta go to the store to get your vegetable paper. They'll send you the vegetable, but it's very heavy because you need like obviously you'll need a whole ream to print I just your radish. Think that this idea is not your best idea. I gotta be honest. I don't want to crush your dreams, Maureen. This summer the, I'm all it, about living your dreams, but I think that you've got better dreams. It's a moneymaker. It's I think that it's not though. What's gonna be hard are things like sauces, like liquids. Yeah. It's gross. that's gonna be hard. All of it's weird. It's not a great idea. I, I'll be totally frank. It's not a great idea. Well, now I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. Well, I thought I was going to... I'm trying to... You have to... a lot of good ideas. It's just not your best one. Let's go back to your Same. pool tour. You could do no, all kinds of great things. I think all of the bodies of water you could do a tour in. Salt water tour. Yeah. Fresh water tour. I don't know. You could float in the Salton Sea in California and everyone could come out with like body burns. That does sound fun. Doesn't that? That sounds real fun. Who doesn't like a chemical burn after they go swimming? Blue apron. No. Damn it. It's a good phrase. It's a good catchphrase. This episode is brought to you by Blue it's Apron, not, our official not, sponsor of no sponsors. We're never going to have a sponsor. It's, it's 
You just don't. You don't. You've got to commit. You've got to commit. That's not how it works. Advertising is just a long commitment to talking about one thing until they pay you. It's not. That's definitely not how advertising works. But going to be rich. I will say that our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. You can check out his amazing music at tedleo.com or probably at a place right near you. You can get his tour dates there as well. They busted Stormy Daniels today because they sent detectives to sit around and watch her until she's stuck, touched someone's butt or maybe not. Anyway, that's some. Yeah, they arrested her in Ohio. (laughs) But it's okay because our logo was designed by Darth. Thanks, Darth. Darth. We love you. You know, Darth likes food. French fries only, as far as I know. Ice cream, too, and popcorn. Oh, that's true. You're right. I stand corrected. Yeah. There's a whole host of foods that Darth enjoys. It's mostly those three. Yeah, okay. It is only those three. Those three. But they're great. We love Darth. Yeah. You seem nervous, Dan. You're just kind of pausing a lot. I just... I. The ends of these episodes are very stressful to me now because I I just I you um you have a propensity for hyping an advertiser that we don't actually have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought did you talk about this um we I think we should do a deep dive into this some other time to really find out where these feelings are coming from. Yeah, we could stick a pin in it right now though. Mm-hmm. I don't think okay. you should be nervous. Well, then, uh, if you're listening and want to contact us, you can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter, or you can email to hey, that is H E Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. Especially if you have a pool. Yeah. If you want to get in on the Maureen Johnson Pool Tour 2018, definitely drop a line to hey, H E Y. At says who podcast.com. You can also join the discussion on Facebook if you've got a pool. You could sure offer up some photos of your pool there mm-hmm. uh, at our group, which is at Facebook slash groups slash says Whovians. And that Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want our card game, let us know so that we can start developing it. Yeah. Especially absolutely. The little cheeseburger tokens. Come on. I like those. The little they I they like actually it. round and they look like or even like plastic modeled ones. Oh. Think about it, Dan. I'm thinking. Yeah. Ketchup, there's a little ketchup. Dan. I'm still thinking. Yeah, I thought it's awesome. It's a good idea. Don't be nervous. Go on. Keep reading. You can join us on July 25th for our next episode and uh for that matter you should subscribe to my new podcast the hitch which uh documents this crazy road trip that we are on and also kind of talks about getting a new lease on life after surviving cancer and 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 all of those points in between uh we are recording literally every night of our trip uh and we are going to be releasing episodes starting tomorrow which actually if you're listening to it today uh the first three episodes which is week one will be out and then we will start releasing seven episodes at a time 
in weekly bursts after that. So, so you're you're traveling around the country in a in a like a container that's going from place to place. Yep, in a metal box that has air conditioning. Thankfully, so you're in a box. Oh no! So traveling around by Just box. Just do it. Just do it. Sounds Just fun. Just do it. Sounds Just, fun. It is. It's incredibly fun. And you can find out how fun at The Hitch, which is available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and uh, also at thehitchpodcast.com. Or at blueapron.com slash thehitch slash podcast. No, they aren't a sponsor of that one either. Free boxes. Blue Apron, official sponsor of The Hitch. And says who? They're neither. They're neither. Someday they're going to send us a cease and desist letter, Maureen. From the they floor really of are. my wife's sister's bedroom in Boulder, Colorado, I'm Dan Sinker. And from my closet in New York, I'm Maureen Johnson. Everything's fine. It's all perfect. <laughs>